Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical Fitness Lover, Caitlin Nolan. You guys, if you can hear a little thumping, it's because it's raining outside. And we also just went on a little walk. It actually wasn't raining when we went on our walk, but it looks like fall outside. All of the trees are changing colors. And you wouldn't really expect that, I feel like, from California, because usually when I used to think about California, I'd think of like palm trees and the sun and 75 all year round. But at least the area that we live in in California is like covered in these huge trees. All of the trees are changing colors. It was raining this morning and it doesn't even look like California where we live, which I love. It just looks like nature. I've really weirdly been loving nature lately which isn't weird to a lot of people but I've never been a nature person growing up I was the type of person where if you asked me if I would go on like a camping trip I would be like absolutely not I still feel that way like I would never go camping it's just not like in me to go camping maybe in the future but right now I definitely am not a camping person but just being in the nature lately I feel like it's brought me so much like peace which is so weird because I'm just not a nature person and I feel like even just going on our morning walks and our afternoon walks has really helped me feel more at peace, feel more chill, and also has been getting me in the spirit because obviously there's more seasons here than I'm used to. Like Arizona doesn't really have seasons. It is really nice weather at the end of the year in Arizona. That's like the one time of the year where the weather is actually good there. But well, that's only in my opinion because my best friend this weekend, I was home in Arizona. She was like, why do you always say that Arizona has the worst weather? Like that doesn't make sense to me. And I was like, oh, well, I guess you would only agree with that if you hate the heat. And I hate the heat. I hate sunny weather. I just way prefer cold weather. So that's why I think Arizona has terrible weather. But I guess a lot of people actually think it has good weather if they really like that sunny year-round weather. And then also in the wintertime, it gets like kind of chilly there. So it just is preference. But that's kind of how my entire podcast is. If I say something, usually I forget that I'm talking to people and like, I'm just trying to say that's my opinion, but the weather in California has been unmatched lately. The mornings are so cold. It feels like winter. It's got me so much in the spirit. That's what my not so typical obsession is this week is decorating for Christmas way too early. And obviously if you don't celebrate Christmas, not even just Christmas, but just getting in the winter spirit has been really nice. And I went to Target this week and I bought some Christmas decor and I truly only did it because I didn't want anything to go out of sale, out of stock, but 
Then I got home and I couldn't even contain myself and I just ended up decorating and I was vlogging that day. So you guys can watch that on my YouTube channel if you want to get in the spirit of Christmas. But yeah, that's my obsession is just like leaning into the winter season. I think leaning into any season. I've really enjoyed that. Like normally I'm not a summer person, but I really tried to go to the beach a lot this summer, tried to be outside, go in the sun. I was reading a lot outside and then the fall hit and like Every single day, I was just focusing on creating a cozy vibe in my house, doing things that were kind of fall-inspired, like cooking chili and soups, having tea, and just even with, like, my home decor, I feel like I usually don't go buy stuff for, like, the season, like, fall decor, winter decor, but this is the first year that I really fully did, like, went and spent money and got decorations that I'll have for a long time. So that has been my not so typical obsession. And it's not typical because I usually don't do it. But now that I've gone both ways, one, not really decorating my house and then two, decorating it, I can honestly say it's made a huge difference. I feel super homey when I'm here and it's getting me excited for the seasons. And I've heard a lot of people do struggle with seasonal depression. And I know the winter seasons and the holiday season can be lonely for people. So if you struggle with that, I would honestly say try and make your home that safe, comforting feeling. And even just looking towards comforting foods, comforting drinks, anything that like brings you that inner like happiness, even just like finding books that you like to read or putting on YouTube videos that put you in the spirit of whatever you want to feel. And something else that I've been doing is looking up like coffee shops. During fall, I did fall jazz coffee shop. And then the coffee shop picture was up on the screen and then it played fall music and it was just so cozy. And now I've already transitioned to Christmas music, which I shouldn't even say because I feel like people are going to be mad at me because it's so early, but it's just what I want to do. And I feel like I'm happiest during the winter time and the fall time. So I've been leaning into it a lot. So that's my obsession this week. My not so typical dislike has been sleeping in. And the reason why I'm saying this, I'm not trying to say it's bad to sleep in. It's just me personally. I really like to wake up early and like seize the day. When I wake up really early, I get all of like my chill, slow stuff out of the way. Like even just sitting down and planning out my day. Sometimes that takes me a really long time because I'm enjoying it for one and two, trying to figure out what makes the most sense structure wise. Like I don't have someone above me that's like, do this, do this, do this. So I have to be really self-motivated and disciplined throughout my day to make sure that I'm doing things that benefit my career. And you guys know me, I always try and fit in like wellness habits and stuff. So the morning for me is really like plan heavy. And I just sit there with my coffee, my journal, I'll go on my computer, I go on my phone, sometimes I even read in the morning, pet cocoa, walk cocoa. That's such a chill time for me. I always cook breakfast. Sometimes we walk to Starbucks. I feel like ever since it turned to fall, I've been sleeping in more and we actually rely on our dog as our alarm clock. I honestly wonder if other people do this. I don't like to wake up to an alarm clock, so I'm not someone who sets alarms unless I absolutely have to get up. Like if I plan a workout class, then I'm obviously going to set up an alarm just in case, but I like to wake up naturally, which is why I do want to try out the hatch alarm clock, which I know like lights up like it's the sunlight and it's supposed to naturally wake you up. So I do want to try that out, but I haven't yet. But usually we just wait for Coco to kind of like jump off our bed or scratch at something and like wake us up or sometimes she'll bark, which isn't any better than an alarm. But we just try to naturally wake up. And I think maybe she's been sleeping in a little bit more too because it's like fall and cozier and colder and darker in the mornings. So we've just been waking up a lot later. And that's one, a good thing because we're catching up on our sleep and I'm 
kind of a night owl. So I always fall asleep late, especially if I have a book that I'm reading or sometimes I accidentally grab my phone, bring it in bed and then scroll. So it's nice that I'm catching up on my sleep and sleep is super important to catch up on. But I really do want to get back into some sort of sleep schedule. And I used to never bring my phone in bed past 8 p.m. I wouldn't even go on my phone. Like, I don't, I didn't care if I was downstairs, if I was even at my parents' house just hanging out. Like, I really didn't want to touch my phone at 8 p.m. and on. And I think I'm going to readopt that habit because it did work really well for my sleep schedule. And I think that's why I was able to wake up really early. But lately, I just have been so thrown off. So that's my not so typical dislike. But I also want to throw out there that if there is something like that where maybe you used to do it really well or maybe you used to focus on it more or it made more sense in your life at one point and it doesn't anymore, like just don't overthink it and constantly beat yourself up in your head saying things that make you feel less because you used to be better at something or you used to be more motivated about something because that's life. We're going to go through up and downs. Sometimes you're going to sleep in. Sometimes you're going to go through a motivational spurt and wake up at 5 a.m. every single day. Sometimes that happens. And something I try to do in my lifestyle is just ride the wave of whatever I have motivation for. So last week, obviously, I wasn't really motivated to wake up early because I was enjoying sleeping in. But after looking at how it made me feel, I have that motivational spark to kind of wake up earlier this week. So I'm going to ride that wave. And same thing goes for working out and stuff. Sometimes I feel super motivated and I really want to just go get my workout done in the mornings. I'm like setting out my clothes at night. I'm scheduling my workouts on the app, planning them ahead. And sometimes that works out for me. And some weeks it doesn't work like that. And I just catch a workout class as the day goes on. And I'm like, oh, it's 12 o'clock. There's a workout in 30 minutes. I'm going to go to it. So every week is different for me. And I think that having that loose schedule has helped me personally with motivation, not getting burnt out and also not belittling myself and feeling like, oh, you're not doing what everyone else is doing on social media. Because I can promise you, it looks so much more like structured and perfect on social media, especially like TikToks. And yeah, I don't know. It just went off on a tangent, but I'm just here to say that it's okay if you have some weeks that are less motivated or even some seasons in life. And that's what I'm trying to tell myself lately. So I thought I would relay that message, but that kind of brings me to the topic of today's podcast episode, which is not feeling that feeling of failure in your 20s and not belittling yourself into feeling like a failure. And obviously it doesn't have to be in your 20s. I just think after talking to so many of my friends lately, there's this feeling that we're not being enough or there's this constant pressure that we have to be building our careers right now. We have to have so much fun because we're in our 20s. We have to be finding the person that we might spend the rest of our life with. And then there's that feeling of maybe post-grad life where you just graduated college and you feel like you have to have this super thought out, amazing career that you can go brag to all your friends about or post on social media about, or you're supposed to create your own business and set up this career plan. But that's just not how life works out. And I feel like even looking back at my life, even when I was in college, I constantly had this crippling feeling of I'm not doing enough or all my friends are doing better than me or the influencer that I look up to is doing so much better than me when in reality there's parts of my life that maybe I am doing better in than my friends or maybe there's a certain area of my life that I'm struggling in that one of my friends 
isn't or that my parents didn't go through at my age and that's just like the beauty of life that we all go through struggle that is so different than each other so it's like you can't compare what other people are going through and you can't compare someone else's success based off of your success and it's almost like comparing two things that don't even make sense together it's like comparing your breakfast to someone else's workout for the day like those two things don't correlate together and this is something that has taken me a really long time to do especially because I feel like in the day that we live right now everyone is just sharing like what they're doing to achieve their goals and I get wrapped up in this I feel like especially living in California being in a city that everyone is super motivated career-wise and everyone's really focused on themselves it's really easy to get sucked into that feeling of, oh, I need to be doing more. I need to be building more career paths. I need to be optimizing my income, which is all great things. And I think that, again, like if I was really motivated in that era, I would be riding that wave. And I go through waves where I do really focus on my career. But I think a lot lately, the feeling that I've been having is that really the most important thing in life isn't your career and it's not money and it's not how productive you are throughout the day and it's not what your life looks like on social media it's just truly how you feel and internally are you waking up happy are you spending time with the people that you love and it's just like a feeling I've had overwhelmingly lately that I just want to really enjoy my life and truly be happy and feel proud of myself and not feel like I'm not achieving enough because that just doesn't make sense because I am achieving a lot and you have to recognize your goals even if they are small even if it's just because you woke up this morning and you got out of bed and you went to work you're doing enough just right there and I think we forget that because that's not something that you go turn around and like share with people you're not like hey I woke up and I got out of bed today but something that you would share maybe oh, I'm starting this clothing brand with my friend. Like you share that with someone and that sounds so cool and it sounds so exciting that sometimes we forget that the little things like getting out of bed, making my bed this morning, I walked to Starbucks and I appreciated all of the nature around me. Like those are things that we should also be proud of and they're just like really overlooked in our society, I feel like. I don't know, like not even just society, but in general, like this is just what I've noticed in my own life. Let's take my personal training license, for example, I'm sure that there's many people who went out and bought the personal training certificate and completed it within a month. Probably there's people that's probably even completed it in a week. And then I sit here and I feel like crap about myself because I've been trying forever. I was reading one of my old journal prompts the other day just because I found an old journal and I was like, oh wait, what is this journal from? And one of the goals I had written down was get my personal training license. And I wrote that down like two years ago. And I had a moment where I was like, are you kidding? Like I've been wanting this for so long and I still haven't finished it and I still get sidetracked with it and I put other things above it when I've been wanting it for so long. And I just sat there for a second, obviously feeling bad for myself and feeling like I was a failure. And that's like, I hate that word. I can't name one person off the top of my head in my life that I would ever say you're a failure to. And that's how I've tried to look at like a self-love journey or how I talk to myself for a while is would I say this to my best friend would I say this to my mom would I say this to my boyfriend just really picture yourself saying that or I know there's like this trend going around on TikTok of Kendall Jenner where she's saying that when she was struggling with self-love talk she would 
put a picture of her younger self on her mirror. That way, in the morning, if she looked at herself and had this negative self-talk, it was almost like she was saying it to her younger self. And that's so sad to think about. But even just thinking about that as your friends, like you would never look at your friend and be like, oh, you haven't finished your personal training license yet. You're such a failure. When in reality, they worked on it this week. They bought their certificate. They have the goal of it. It's in mind. And just because we're not at the goal yet doesn't mean we're failures. So I think it's such an important thing to remember too, because if you are working towards something or if you're trying to figure out your life and you're trying to be happier, having this underlying feeling of being a failure because you're not there yet is holding us back and it's slowing us down and it's coming in the way of actually reaching the goal when the whole point is that you want to be successful you want to reach the goal so why are we doing things that are like watering our progress down on the same topic i feel like when i was younger i used to look at other people's success around me and i would always think that that was like out of reach and i never even considered myself also being able to be successful not even just in that same way but just in general and i wish i could go back to myself and just like shake myself and be like it is literally around the corner. Like you're going to become so successful. You're going to be so happy. You're going to have people in your life that you don't even know right now that changed your life. You're going to have your own house, a puppy, a family. Like I would be so excited for the things that are in my life right now. And I saw this TikTok the other day. I saved it because I wanted to like say the exact one to you guys. Let me go find it. It was really cute. It was someone I didn't even follow. Okay, I found it. It's, we're so focused on the future that we don't realize that today was what we prayed for years ago. Enjoy your today. And that is so fucking true. Think about all the things that you wish you had in your life five years ago. If you told yourself that five years ago, you would be so excited and ready for the future. And it excites me for my future in 10 years and 20 years because I know that I'll always feel this way and we'll always look back no matter the circumstance, we're always going to have things in our life that we once wished for and we're always going to be able to look back and think, oh, if only I could tell myself that it was going to work out. So that's kind of the mindset I try and have now where no matter what it is, if I start overthinking something, if I start feeling like something's not going to work out, I'm just like, okay, my future self is going to look back and tell me that it's going to be okay. And this even goes for little things and I always get DMs specifically about moving out and having your own place. It's really common to want to have your own place or if you still live at home or you just are in a situation where you feel like you would be better somewhere else living somewhere else out of your environment and I think back to living with my parents even I was so ready to move out and there's even things now that I wish I could go back and live with my parents because I loved like hanging out with my parents before bed watching a movie or eating dinner together seeing them in the mornings and even just when I think back to when I lived in my college house with my roommates I would give anything to just go back and live a week at my roommate's house and just be able to go in the living room and be like, oh, hi, like, what are you guys doing today? Or what should we do this weekend? Should we all have people over this weekend? That was such a fun part of life, but I feel like I was so eager to like get away from it. And I was so eager to have my own place and live with Hunter. And, you know, I wish I could go back and be like, just enjoy it and let time slow down and just really be there in the moment. So if you feel like that, doesn't have to be just about moving out but if it is about that you are never going to get to live where you're at right now again so you might as well enjoy it and I think even just thinking of that way in general and living in the moment lets you have a mindset that is more beneficial to your future and it's not 
thinking about the past too much and it's not fearing the future too much. If you think of right now, you're truly just building on what you can achieve in the future. And if you've had those feelings of feeling like you are quote unquote a failure, feeling like you're in an environment that you want to change or you're not in the situation that you hope for, that's okay because you're just on the journey there and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think we always get caught up in thinking that we're a failure if we haven't reached the goal yet. But what happens when you reach the goal? You're going to set more goals. And are you now a failure because you haven't reached those? No. So we have to think logistically and we have to really realize that when we have these negative self-talk or we have these thoughts that maybe society planted in our head or we just naturally say, we have to think that sometimes and most of the time actually it's unrealistic and it doesn't make sense. So when you think logically, most of the time you can counteract that negative thought that you had and it's not easy to do that especially in the moment especially when we don't feel the best and we just want to sit there and feel bad about ourselves it's really easy to do that so even just taking the harder route of switching the thought and putting the energy somewhere else that's success right there a win is a win and to me that's a huge win that's what we're going to focus on in the future is just what wins are we taking away from every single day, every single situation? How can we turn today into a win? How can we focus more on the wins rather than feeling that failure feeling? Because I can promise you 100% you're not a failure. And even if you do make a mistake or take something away from a situation that you wish you could change, learning a lesson is always going to be a win. And that's the journal prompt this week. What are the wins for my day today? Or what are the wins from yesterday, depending on when you journal? But I think really prioritizing writing down your wins helps you realize that you are winning throughout the day and there's wins that we overlook. And um, that brings me to my life update that I do at the end of my episodes. And pretty much our life is just really simple right now. I hung out with Lindsay and Nat this week and I was telling them that I don't even have like structure right now and I think that it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. We are just getting used to our new life, I guess, and I don't think there's going to be a time frame on that. I think it's just hard to get used to anything new, especially for me being my own boss and constantly having to change my schedule for my job. It's just such a big adjustment for me and going home to Arizona was like definitely hard for us. I think if you listened to my last episode, you heard how happy we were there. And I don't want to say anything that like is too soon. Like I'm not saying we're moving back there. I'm not saying that we aren't happy in California. That's obviously not the case. We love it here. Even just like looking out my window right now and seeing the change of seasons, I just am so happy here. But it's definitely a struggle. Like with anything, there's going to be struggle and I miss living five minutes from all my friends and it's just hard being an adult and having responsibilities. Even just when I think back to the past year and having a puppy, it changed our lives. Like even the month before I got a puppy, I lived such a more chill lifestyle and I was just doing whatever I wanted. I was traveling, I was hanging out with friends more and now I have a whole other little person to think about and I have a life to take care of. So My life has changed immensely and I've become more of a homebody because of it. And I've had to say no to plans because of it. I've had to say no to travel because of it. And I've had to put her first. And that's been such a huge change in my life. And 
you listened to the last episode, so you know that I think it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I think I've become so much more mature because of it. So even just taking that win from that situation has been really helpful when it's like, yeah, we have a puppy that we are obsessed with and has made every single day a million times better. And it's just taught us life lessons as small as, oh, we really are animal people and we want to have a bunch of dogs all the time to the bigger life lesson of sometimes you have to put other people before you and having an animal and having to take care of it is a huge responsibility. So yeah, I've just been honestly chilling, like (laughs) waking up, doing everything that I can to feel good. I've been reading a lot more. I recently started Things We Never Got Over and I finished it last night. And oh my God, you guys have to read this book. It's, I honestly might put it up there with my top like two favorite books I've ever read. This and Slammed are two of my favorite books. It's the biggest book I've ever read either. I think it's like 700 to 800 pages. It took me an entire week to read, but it was so good. I already missed the characters. You guys have to read it. It's by Lucy Score. And yeah, I'm in my reading girl era. I'm in my cozy girl era. I am going to be doing a lot of wintry things coming up. That's what my word of the week is this week. I forgot to say it at the beginning, but my word is festive. I want to drink hot cocoa. I want to bake cookies. I want to go on walks at the beach in like sweatsuits. I want to hang out with my friends and do like cozy winter things, like make s'mores. I want to take a trip to the snow, like, but yeah, that's the era that I'm in and I'm really happy. So Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to give me any requests, like what you want to hear on the podcast. I've dived so much into wellness and health, but I don't think I've talked a lot about other areas like building friendships in your 20s, taking responsibility as a young adult. I could even talk about being in a long distance relationship. Hunter and I went through that. I could talk about how to find the right person in your life, how to know if your relationship is the right one for you, like all of these things that I could talk about. So let me know if you have any ideas. DM me or comment on one of my podcast posts. If you guys don't follow my podcast Instagram, I always post little graphics of what the podcast episodes are about. And it could be helpful if you want to see a little visual and decide if you want to listen to an episode. But thank you guys for listening. I love you and I will see you guys next week. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.